0: My fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with the one and only Derek Chisora. Derek, it's great to see you again. I saw you in uh, Las Vegas, asked you what was going on with this fight, and here we are. I finally got the announcement that you'll be fighting um, Alexander Usyk.
1: Yeah, Nevada was amazing, but we're back home now in the rainy, cold uh, environment, but it's happening now. Yeah.
0: There's definitely a lot of chaos going on in the world at the moment. Where are you mentally with all of it? Are you, you know, just at ease with it? Are you freaked out by it also?
1: Uh, I'm I'm all right with it, you know, but I just think it's just cyber terrorists happening now. That's what's happening now. It's all the stock markets are down. You know, if you go got shares and send things, you're bankrupt. And people are bleeding out there and people are dying. So this is is a new war now.
0: It is worrisome for fight fans because we're not quite sure what it's going to end up for the future fights in the coming month or two, including yours. I know right now it's not really anything to be concerned about at the moment, but in the event that it doesn't, is it something you would consider completely postponing to a different date so fans can attend, or would you still want to go through with the fight but behind you know behind closed doors where you would still be able to telecast it?
1: Yes, beyond closed doors, this me and him and the officials I'll be happy with that. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, let's talk a bit about Alexander Usyk. You are never shy, my friends, of giving us some exciting fights. You always go in and get the tough guys. You said that he's never faced a real heavyweight before, someone that you can punch the way that you do. Are you confident that you cannot come out?
1: I'm very confident that we're going to grind him, he's going to grind me, we're going to grind each other. But I know for a fact I'm going to come with a power punch, which is going to rock him, and we're going to take, it, we're going to take him off after that.
0: What about his last performance against Chaz Witherspoon what did you make of it
1: uh, he last what, what was him announcing he's coming to the heavyweight he was trained for a guy and the guy came in four weeks notice so he didn't know much about the guy but you know what fair dudes out of box the same way he did because you've been that fear factor you know opponent's been changed that, I don't I don't judge that as his, as a bad performance I just look at it like okay he did what he needed to do to get a win and now he's in the heavyweight game.
0: Should you become successful, you have, at the moment, he's currently the WBO mandatory to Anthony Joshua. Should Anthony Joshua become successful against Puliv, is that a fight that you would want? Because I know that you've been pretty, um, I wouldn't say quiet, but you haven't exactly been calling out the the current champions at the moment, but this would definitely put you in a position to be able to do that. Is that a fight that interests you?
1: Yeah, you know, it interests me down the line, but right now I'm concerned with this guy and uh, AJ's got a massive, big, big guy in front of him this time, you know, who's got so much confidence because he's been training hard, you know, Pulev, you know, fighting nobody, he's just waiting for his biding time and now he thinks he's got it, so everybody's busy right now, so it's not about, oh, I'm waiting for this guy, you know, Tyson Fury, anti World is happening, you know, Dylan is busy, uh, the Polish kid just lost as well. So everybody's just up in the air, it's nuts, and which is good for boxing. You know, that means we're gonna get less like 10, 15 fights this year. So which is amazing for the sport I love.
0: What was it like for you to be there and also witness Tyson Fury stop Deontay Wilder? I know a lot of people picked him to win, but they didn't pick him to to stop him. So what was your reaction like? Uh,
1: When I saw Deontay Wilder, I saw he put so much weight in his upper body but he forgot his legs, so it was difficult for him to keep Tyson Fury off him and to release his punches. But if he t- t- took all that weight and put it in his legs, it would have been a different story, you know? But, you know, Tyson, I always say Tyson is like, you know, he's, he's a good fighter, man. He's like unbelievable, big, tall, and he knows all the skills as a gypsy, you know, so.
0: Tyson told me that in his final fight, he'd love to fight you.
1: Oh yeah, yo, he's you, one of those ones where I would like to do it too, yeah.
0: Who wins the trilogy?
1: He has to let me win one. He's beat me twice, so he has to let me win one.
0: <laughs> all right, thank you so much for your time. I wish you nothing but health and happiness on the streets right now That's when a- there's- <laughs> 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 no. Hold on, hold on, here, let me, let me pull out my hand sanitizer. Uh, that, that, oh. Listen,
1: that don't help, you know, that don't help. <laughs> you don't have that stuff. Oh, heck, no. You're gonna wipe your hands and then what?
0: Well, yeah, granted, you're still gonna touch shit, but yeah. I keep putting it on, so my hands are quite dry right now.
1: And then after like two years, they're gonna say this shit gives you cancer in your hands. <laughs> You know, don't use this, use this, is much better, For pro- listen, it is what it is, it's life. If it's your time to go, it's your time to go, trust me. You know, uh, if we all got tested, somebody might have it here. But if it's your time to go, if it's time to go see your maker, it's your time to go.
0: That's the way I see it, I'm not going to live in a box, I'm not going to hold myself <laughs> up and not live.
1: Oh, you know, rubbing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't scare people on the streets, please.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I wish you nothing but the best and I'll see you. Uh... Yeah. Oh, hey, no, we do daps. No. No? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bye, Fi fans. Hey, Fi fans. it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking the icon right here and also hit the bell button so that you can get alerts every time we upload a new video.
2: Cougan, Cassius IFO TV MTK Global in Manchester here, I'm joined by with Barrett. Yes, yes, yes. So long time
3: though here. no man, a long time. I have a crew, group, group taller than I'm. Where you been? in the gym, I suppose. Just putting the working? Putting the working
1: hard.
2: Right, okay, so we're in we're doing this interview now on the night of Quig and Carol. But by the time this goes out, you could obviously reveal a bit of news for us. I'll let you
3: I'll let you tell us. Of course, you know, on to the next chapter. Um, you know, with match room, different platform. I'll be out the second and main and the Dillian you know, map Oh wow. You know what I mean? Back here at the arena. At the arena big stage, you know.
2: Next step of my career. Can you talk to us about how this came about, Zelfa?
3: Um, you know, as far as what is the new change. Got a good offer, got a good deal, it's what it was, you know. I had to find of where I was previous? You know, everything done, done for everything I've done, you don't remember anywhere else. Now it's time to, time to level up in my own city, man. Soon I'll be topping it, topping this field for my world title. So, time to build up here.
2: What has Eddie Howe said to you, for about Colin how he's gonna push you in
3: at this part of your career? Well, basically he's gonna make me a superstar in Manchester. But you know, retired now, so it's time to pass me the baton, and I'll take charge. That's, and that's the goal, and that's what I will do.
2: It's a huge build to be on, obviously um, Dylan White and Alexander Povecki, and obviously Taylor Serrano on it as well. Pay-per-view card,
3: yeah, big stage. It's the big stage, but you know, I believe I'm made for that stage, my style, the way I fight, I'm made for these kind of um, occasions, so it's time just to, to show everyone really what I'm about. I've shown people, you know, but on a big stage, probably about 15, to 10,000 people there, more than ready, more than ready.
2: Why Metro and why Eddie Hearn at this stage of your career?
3: Um, you know, a change up. You have me be something very good that I could say no to. You know, um that's what it is.
2: Alright, well listen, we'll look forward to it and like I said, um yeah, new start for you, new new chapter in the Zelfa Barrett story, which is uh, far from ending yet.
3: Nowhere near ending, eh? And hey, when I got a P, got beat people fight it was ended, man. But where I am. Yeah man, so we got Kugan as well, and I got beat. He done me some wicked interview, made me look good and all that. I had black eyes, but you know, it is what it was. It's right, I got you but you know that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that. Where's Uncle Pat tonight? I'm just about to say that. Yo, I don't know where he is. I don't know where Pat is. Pat who? I'm I'm gonna have a few drinks later. And I might have to name drop Pat Barrett later. No, yo, listen. You, you name drop Pat, two things. You get arrested or you get bad. I'm the new man now, so name me. Alright, oh, I'll do
2: you. I'll, I'll name drop you. Alright, Zelfa, thank you very much. We look nice, forward man. to kind of, yeah, um, hearing that formal announcement, which by the time this video goes out, hopefully is, is now. And uh, yeah, best of luck to you. Of course, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Top man.
0: What about Deontay Wilder's reasoning for why he lost? Curious what your thoughts are.
4: He knows deep down, and deep down in his heart, he knows what happened in training camp. He knows if and why he he lost. He got some stick. He got some stick after the fight. Someone stuck a, a mic in his face after he just been battered had blood running out of his ear, so whatever he says after the fight, it's hard to you know, take him a bit of a pinch of salt, but he knows deep down why. Every fighter knows deep in their heart, heart of hearts, why they feel they didn't perform, whether it was Fury was just too good for him. It didn't seem like that because afterwards he really wanted the rematch, and if he, if he felt that someone was significantly better, then he just got no way of winning. He wouldn't take the rematch, but obviously he knows there's more to come. They know it is, he's got more in him, so I just think the next fight's going to be just as big, maybe even bigger. You know, but I, I I can't see what Wilder, had, other than landing a big shot. But even still, he landed that big shot early. Maybe if he comes down back in weight to his healthy weight, you know, getting up, uh, putting on seven sixteen pounds of muscle seemed it didn't look like it helped him. Put it that way. So maybe going back to what he used to do. I don't know. It's uh, but you know Deontay Wilder's kept he kept his cards close to his chest. He hasn't said much. He's you know, let his um, you know. Let everyone say what they're going to say. After after such a big fight, when you lose, you get stick. It's just best part and parcel of the game. But the the third, third fight is going to be massive. I'm, I'm going to be there ringside again. I'm going to be there. And the winner of that fight, and the winner, uh, whoever's the whether Joshua has the titles or whether he doesn't, it's just the fact that we're getting the biggest guys fighting the best guys all the time. Now it's really nice. It's a, it's a strange time in heavyweight boxing where. We're getting to see all of the fights we've always wanted. Look at Povetkin and uh, Dylan White. What a great fight. These fights never used to happen like that. You know, we, we're getting them, Yusik and Chisora. It's, it's great. We're just getting the best fighting the best. And, the, and whoever wins just Chisora and Yusik then fights AJ. It's like, we, it's, just, it's just a great time in the heavyweight division. I think it's one of the best era, one of the best eras for the last like, many, many years where the fans are genuinely getting what they want a lot of the time. Obviously, you have to have a couple of managed defenses here and there, but in general, every year we're getting two or three mega fights.
0: I'm curious though, if it was you in the ring, let's say you were Wilder, and would you be upset with your team had they thrown in the towel?
4: Yeah, or would you have agreed? Every time I've, I've, I've been stopped, um, when the towel came in, I got stopped when I was 24 against Carl Thompson. Um, I got stopped against Tony Bellew. Um, Tao the, the came in the first fight. I think I think the referee stopped the second one. But every time I thought I had more, I was in there physically. When the towel came in, I'm like, no, don't stop it. Because I, I, I remember I remember being down the, in the when when right before uh, Shane O'Griffin threw the towel in, and I remember thinking right then he thinks I'm finished. And I'm like, I've got a big uppercut, so he's going to come in trying to finish you off. I'm going to catch him with the uppercut, and the towel came in. I'm like, this was my moment, but. Looking back on the tape, it's like, nah, dude, if he was going to knock him out, you'd have knocked him out way earlier than the 11th round. And same thing with Carl Thompson when the fight, when Adam Booth threw the in. when I'm like, I had nothing left. But in my mind, I'm thinking, OK, come on, let's do it. I'm, I'm going to get you. Sometimes you need someone to save you from yourself because a fighter is willing. You've probably seen me in fights with fucking Achilles ruptured fucking one leg. You're just going to keep fighting. And same thing, if you've got real bad pain in your brain, you think I might have a blood clot in my brain. Am I going to stop? No, I just got to keep going. You can't think about yourself. You, that's, so sometimes a, a, fight, a, a you hire a coach for his expertise, for his opinion, and if he genuinely loves you, cares for you and wants the best for you, not only just in this fight, but for the remainder of your life, you know what type of coach would it be who's willing to allow his fight to die in there, knowing that he's got a wife and kids and? I
0: said it. I would rather
4: die in the that's ring. Why than... you need a coach yeah, to yeah. stop it? Because nobody no, wants it's... to, nobody wants Deontay Wilder to, to die. You know, Tyson Fury doesn't. Well, nobody wants that. It's that's just like a terrible thing to happen, and we don't want that in boxing. So we, sometimes you need fighters to be saved from themselves, and understand how uh, Deontay Wilder felt. I felt the same way a few times. It's, but, you know, you got to look back at watch the fight. And obviously he made them decisions straight away before he had time to analyze it. Once he analyzed it, watch it in slow motion. And you tell me whether you think the fight should have been stopped or not. I know if, as your ego's so big, you're so you're such a... Once you're a heavyweight champion, of the world, it gives you this aura of invincibility about you. And you think no matter what happens, you're going to find a way to win and sometimes it just doesn't happen, and he just found that out. So now maybe training didn't go great, maybe there's a million different things that could have happened, but we'll see the best version of him, I'm sure, next time out. And if that's significantly better than this time, is Fury gonna raise it up once again? We don't know, that's why it's intriguing, but I, off the strength of that last fight, I've got to go with uh, Tyson Fury in, in the third fight.
0: And lastly, I'm um, curious to know who you would think would win, Tyson Fury or Anthony Joshua, should we eventually get that fight?
4: It's, it solely depends on how their next fights go. You know, they, you know uh, Tyson Fury's got a you rematch. You
0: had to base it off their last performances then?
4: Like they're, both, they're both of their last performances. Deontay Wilder rematch was, was punch perfect and Andy Ruiz Jr. rematch was punch perfect. They both had punch perfect performances. The only, way I, the only reason I'd give Fury a slight edge is because he doesn't have a loss in his record. He hasn't been stopped. You know, uh, and Joshua was stopped, but he eradicated that in the win. But the fact that that happened on paper, you got one guy's lost, one guy hasn't. You go with the unbeaten guy. And the way that he beat um, Deontay Wilder as well was so impressive. You know, it's probably more impressive than the, as, a box, as a boxer, as a purist, as somebody who really appreciates the art of boxing. I really liked what AJ did with, because uh, I know how difficult it is for a big man to move for 12 rounds and just put a boxing masterclass on. You know, a lot of the, some of the hardcore fans who just want two fighters to punch the life out of each other might not have liked those tactics, but I'm sure Floyd Mayweather would have been appreciating a heavyweight, being on his toes for, for you know, people who understand the you know, long range boxing and timing and, and distance, they would really appreciate that. So uh, you'd have to give a fury off the strength of the fight, of the strength of the fact that he beat um, wilder, uh, a, slight, a slight a slight lead, but that's, that's just because I have to. But on fight night, you just never know what's going to happen. It'll be a very, very close fight, very close fight indeed. And I'm, that's like one of those dream fights. That's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen at some stage, you know, whether one loses, whether the other loses. The fact that people seem to be fighting each other now, it seems to be like the the, the, the boxing economy, Seems to be doing what needs to be done to make the big fights happen. In the past, you had different people hiding with different promotional networks, different television networks, and they didn't really get together. But now it seems like it's happening a lot quicker. Look how long it took, you know, Mayweather and Pacquiao to get together, or Tyson and Lennox Lewis. Now it's not taking six, seven years. It's happening in a couple of years now. We're getting them straight away sometimes.
0: Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking the icon right here and also hit the bell button so that you can get alerts every time time we upload a new video.
5: Zalfa, first of all, welcome to the Matchroom Boxing Team. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. We're looking forward to working with you. Why is now the time to, to make that switch over to Matchroom?
3: Um, you know, it's just to believe it's a new chapter. There's, um, there's some good opportunities here. You know, fighting in my own city in Manchester, that's like the most main important thing, you know. Not a lot of people can travel to certain, certain places and whatever, so when you're fighting on your doorstep on, on good shows, good builds with good fighters, you know. It's a good step, it's a good move. Let's talk about you, you've had two really good wins on the spin. Do you feel you're improving with each fight? Of course, you know, um, level of opponents and whatnot, but I just believe in myself and I believe what I do as a fighter, only the world-class fighters do, the cat shooting, the slipping, throwing body shots, going back. You know, not many fighters can do that. So two good fights, two good opponents where I feel like they was on their last legs. So they had to perform. It wasn't where it was a fight where it was a make or break fight for them. So, you know, I, I, put in, I put in a shift and i done what I had to do and it was a crowd-pleasing
5: performance. You picked up the Commonwealth title in one of those last two fights and then defended it. Is the plan to carry on collecting belts in 2020 and beyond? Of course, you know, um, whatever the
3: plan is. I think plan is a, a defence first or whatever, but that's the plan, you know, to keep picking up belts, to keep improving myself, my family and whatever. But I wouldn't be here if I didn't believe I'm the best super featherweight in the country. I would not be here. I believe that genuinely. I believe I can win a world title. I've got the more than capable ability to do that. I just need the right places, the right platform. You know, I live in the gym, I work hard, and you know, that, that's a, um, a potion to be the best, living in the gym, working hard, having the right mindset. Like I said, I wouldn't be here, and I won't waste anyone's time if I didn't believe I'd be a world champion, because this is why I'm here. I'm not here, you know, the prestige British title belt, that's standard, but I'm not here to be a British champion.
5: I'm here to be a world, ta- a world champion, and I genuinely believe it. Do have one blemish on your record against Ronnie Clark a couple of years ago. How do you reflect on that fight now? Looking back, you know, you've obviously matured as a fighter and also as a person since then as well.
3: Of course, you know, it's a learning curve to me because what a lot of people didn't realise with that fight, I took the fight on that like two and a half week notice. Never done twelve rounds in my life. You no know, even didn't even do it in the gym. I meant to fight in it around us, a Spanish guy, you know, I got asked to take the fight. My character as a fighter is I just show to myself, can you take a shot? Can you do this? You know, and that. I just proved how naturally fit I am. To myself, I I tipped off a lot of boxes in myself. You know me. I might have tipped a lot of boxes towards other people. Oh, i just a pretty boy, oh, can you do this? You know, I've shown heart, and determination. And when people realised the story behind it, they was like, What? No way. So that's why I, I tipped off a lot of boxes to myself and that's why I know when I prepare for someone, they're not beating me. No not a chance. Only I beat myself, you know, so I learnt a lot and to me it was just a learning curve because a lot of fighters get beat some fighters get beaten and are just never the same kind of fighter again where with me you can compare one performance to another performance and i look like two different fighters you know like the way i was throwing my jabs just the way i was moving the whales trying to save my energy there's the two different offers that i've never ever done that in my life before you know i was fighting on last resort and like from right like round seven eight it was just all it was just naturalness you know so i just show them what i can do and what what i've got determination and when i get hit i'm not scared like some fighters fold when they get hurt and get hit. Just, it's like, it turns me on, like, come on then.
5: But intelligently. So it's a learning curve t- for me. Talking of learning curves, you're 26 years old now, 24 fights in as a pro? Yep. Does it feel like the, sort of, sort of the ropes are ready to sort of be unleashed now? You're ready to sort of, fly now? You've had your learning fights. Of time course, time.
3: you know, I'm more than ready. I'm more than ready, you know. Um, I'm of age, hitting your prime now. When, like, this is where Some fighters hit the prime at different ages, 21. When I believe I'm in the begin- beginning of my prime. And, you know, I'm ready to fight any I've always said I'm ready to fight anyone, just give me the right time. You know, I'm not looking to take no fights anymore at like short notice, you know, because I believe I'm not that kind of fighter, I'm a twelve round fighter, I'm a champion, so just give me the right time, the right notice, you know. Give me the right bag and I'm ready, I'm there, you know, we'll discuss it with team, but I, I don't fear no fight in my weight category. I admire fighters, you know, at my weight category. i, I, I know I say I am say these good fighters, but I don't fear none of them. There's not a fire I will avoid.
5: You left one promotion with a lot of super feathers and joined another. We've got uh, the likes of uh, Martin J. Ward. Um, Any names in particular you're sort of looking at and hoping to jump in with? At this
3: moment in time, you know, because I'm on a different platform, I just want to perform. You know, I'm not really looking to talk out, whatever. I just want want to let my fighting do the talking. You know, it's like I'm a new kid in this new school. (laughs) So, you know, when you're going to play football, you're you're not going to talk about it, you're just going to perform first. And then, you know. Sure what you can do let everyone know what I can do and then that's the thing that thing will get put into place where they should be put into place. Not really a kind of person to be like, I'll fight this guy. Dude. I believe in myself, you know, I respect every single fighter because this boxing game is a hard, hard sport, people sacrifice their life, don't see the kids, you know, people, put, people are fighting to put food on the table, like literally though, so you know, I'm not, I'm not a kind of fighter just to be brash and be speaking about whatever but my performances, they always have um, Done speaking for me, and you know I steal, I steal shows. That's what I do. Like, so you know I won't, I won't be too brash. I'll just, I'll just let my performance do, do what I have to do. And you know I'm the new kid here, so I just, I humble myself.
5: Let's talk about family. now I know you've got a tattoo on your arm, which means a hell of a lot to you. Can you just uh, talk us through what the tattoo is and how much of a, a drive and influence that is? On of course.
3: Place? You know um, I lost my brother. I can't remember if it was 2012. So I was there and he died. So. That's my drive in life, because I believe no man can hit me and hurt me as much as I've been hurt in life, you know what I mean? Watching my brother mother die in front of my eyes. So that was, again, to the Ronnie Clark situation when I got put down. I think I was up at two. Like, I was up because he didn't hurt. It was just like, wow, what am I doing here? My body just made me, made me drop. So when things get tough or things get hard, I just look at my arm and pain. I've had pain harder than anyone else, unless you've been in the same position as me. No man can't hurt me. and. And hit me and like like I've been hurting with pain in life. So unless my body just shuts me down, my brain shuts me down. That's what I've telling my body, told my, told my mind that. So yeah, man, I do this for my brother and do it for my mum, you know, make my mum happy. And my mummy's boy. I openly admit that, like I love my mum to death. So I do this to make to bring her happiness back, you know, even though she's happy now and whatever, but I owe it to her and I owe it to my brother. And I got my another, I've got another another family member, my cousin, Wayne as well. He died too, so I Boxing is more than just a sport to me. It's my life. I put all my eggs in one basket. And thank dear Lord I'm I'm here so far. So I believe to be the best, you have to put your all in. No money ain't gonna beat me. here as a job? Put it out there now. You got you've got. No money ain't gonna beat me ever again. But you've got to put some sort of effort and give your whole life towards something to your dreams, man. Dreams come true. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do anything. You want to be an astronaut? Be the astronaut. Don't get me wrong, there's going to be faults and bumps and bump whatever down the road and people tell you, you can't do this. And, but as long as you believe in yourself, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, it's irrelevant. So yeah, I owe a lot to, to boxing and I appreciate boxing. So I, I give it all and I know I'm going to become successful from the sport of boxing. You know, a lot of people where I'm from and in this area would be happy to be at to be, to be the stage where I'm at. And they'd be like content where I'm not nah, just nothing, I'm still hungry. It's not even a scratch. You know, I've got I'm in competition with my Uncle Pat, he won the European title. I want the European title. I
5: was gonna talk about Pat. I mean, uh, how much drive is there? I suppose it is competitive to a certain extent because you want to achieve what, what he's won. So of course. How much of an influence has him has Pat been on your life and also your 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 career today?
3: Yo, he's a big influence to me, you know. He tells what's right from wrong. You don't care who's there, what's there, who's around they'll tell me blunt as hell, like listen, don't do that or whatever. You know, and I believe when you're an athlete and, you, and you're good at what you're doing and you talented at what you're doing, sometimes you can get obnoxious and feel like you're better than other people. You know, it's a natural thing when you're good at something and you're very good at it. You can get carried away with yourself where you need that one person to be like, listen, listen, sunshine, I've been here, I've done this, I've got this t shirt, I know what's right. And that's, that's what he is. He's been there, he's done it. You know, he's never been knocked out in the era where people's getting knocked out. His knockouts so are just dangerous. And, you know, he's. he's He's been a British champion, been a European champion, defended it, he fought for the world title, unfortunately come up, come up short, but he's been to the stages in life where I'm, I'm yet to go to, so he can give me the best advice in the world. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying a trainer has to be a fighter, or has to have been a fighter, and has to have been to certain positions. No, not necessarily. Brian Hughes was never a, never a fighter, he just knew the sport of boxing. So I'm fortunate to have a man in my life that, like my dad, which like my uncle Mike is like my dad, and that can point me in the right direction. He's been there and, he's got, and, and had the experience of, of doing whatever, where I could say, oh, I feel like this, and you are like this, I've been there before, do this, do that. So, you know, I'm fortunate and he won the European, so I'm going to win the European. And when he, he didn't get a world title, so I believe I am won the world champion. I give him that belt, like, it's something you never won. But to me, it's a drive, it's a kick, like, just to, to be in competition with him with no one else. Only because he's my family member. If he was that family member, it wouldn't really matter, but you know, Christmas from around the table, I can say, yeah, man, what British title, oh, I won that. What the European, oh, I won that. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that, the little things to me matter the most, and that's, just, that's what makes me tick. You know, little things on my arm, like my brother John, and like, competing with Pat. And it's not personal, he, he knows how to make me tick.
5: It's all about Brandon Williams, who's broken into the Manchester United team. He must be very proud of Brandon's development this year in particular?
3: Of course, man, you know. Of course, i he's still my little cousin and he can't tell me nothing. I tell him not to drink Coke when he's not allowed to drink Coke or whatever, but, you know, I'm proud of him, man, because he's done, he's, done, he's done everybody proud, you know, from, from the era where we're from. You know, he's kept his head down and he'll go down, look where he is, man. And he, he's only 19, so he's, 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 he's yet to grow into his prime yep. to become a man. So I'm proud of him, man, and like I said, I'm still in competition with him. I, I tell him a million times I'm faster than him. He's not a chance, he's faster than me. Don't get wrong, long distance, he'll blow me. But short distance, I'm talking from this wall to that wall, he will not beat me. Do you
5: think we could get a, uh, a video sort of competition in play, like
3: Listen, 100 meter sprint? I don't think he'd want the embarrassment because I will, <laughs> I will. I'm not the flash for nothing, I'm quick. <laughs> not for the long distance, At 100 i I'll just dip dramatically. Probably get about 20 seconds. But a little
5: 50 meter sprint, Man, I, I think I could hold a record when I'm quick, at short distance. Just talk about moving to a new platform, Sky and Zone in America as well. Aspirations to fight in America? <laughs> of course, you know, that's like any fighter's dream. That's from
3: Britain. You know, we've seen like the greats do it, you know, Ricky Atten. There's, there's other fighters, Tyson Fury. There's other fighters around that's fought in the biggest places in the, like, at the one point where, you know, America, that's where like, Sugar Ray fought and whatever. But now, it's, it's box is different now. Now it's Wembley and whatever, but don't get me wrong, I'd love to fight in America. Just to tick it off the list and say, yeah, I've done it.
5: Sounds like you're out on the May the 2nd card, Dillian White and Alexander Povetkin. Must be buzzing to be fighting in front of your your hometown fans.
3: Of course, you know, um, if if that can be confirmed or whatever. Of course, no no doubt. Just to fight at the in and just showcase my skills and all my family and friends be there and, you know, just, just take it in. I've, I've boxed there, I think, once. Um, and there's only like a little eight rounder where now, you know, it'd be something, I think it might be defending my title or something but I I feel like I'm there, you know what I mean, I'm not just taking part of it, I'm there and you know, part of a great card with Dillian White and whatnot but you know, this is just like the next step of my chapter and I'm happy, I'm happy for what's going to come and you know, I'll keep emphasising, if I wasn't ready for this platform, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, you know what I mean? I'm ready to fight anyone. Just give me the right time, you know, when I'm there.
5: Just finally, for fans that haven't seen you box because you're boxing on a different platform, how do you sort of describe your own style? What can fans expect to see from Zelfa Barrett in 2020?
3: Um, I'm fast, I hit hard. I, I kind of, t- not in an um, arrogant way, I kind of take all the boxing through hard work, dedication. You know, I've, I'm naturally talented, but I don't rely on it. I work hard like I've not got no talent. I work hard like it's going to be my last day of of my life. So, you know, I I believe I can do everything. I can hit hard, I've got speed, I I can concentrate. My mind capacity is good, you know what I mean? Um, And sometimes I surprise myself what I do. I didn't think I was going to hit him with that shot, but oh well, it hit him. Like I just believe I'm a fighter where you have to watch every round because I don't know if you're going to knock him out, you know what I mean? So, you know what, I'm an exciting fighter. Uh, my, my, My style's good. I look pretty. Um, but the boxes yeah. tick then? Pardon? I, the I bought all the then. boxes ticked, you know, but you know, there's always room for improvement. I'm always, I'm always out to hear for someone to say, oh, why didn't you do this? Because I won't take that as a criticism. It's like, you know what, he's right. Because basically I'm here to put, I'm a, I'm a performer. And if you're not giving what the audience want, then, you know, it's not, an, it's not an arrogant thing for me to be like, yeah, but you're not a fighter. I'm always willing to take him. But, so, but I believe my style of fighting, it's good for the eye, man. He looks good.
5: Zalfar, thanks for your time this afternoon. We look forward to your match from debut.
0: Thank you so Thank much. You. I really appreciate.
4: It.
2: This is Kuben Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're at the formal press conference to announce Alexander Usek's fight with Derek Chisora May 23rd at the O2. I'm joined by Mr. B.Y. himself, Brian Jennings.
6: How are you, sir? I'm all good, brother. How are you?
2: I'm all good. Now, I know you've done a few interviews today, so yeah. I'm not going to guarantee you it's not going to be as entertaining or as boring as any of the others, right, but right, we'll, right, we'll right, give right.
6: it a go. Yeah, well, I ain't going to say the other one was boring, but I just... I just got real distracted, and I start saying anything, I'm like, damn, <laughs> the one, one interview is good enough for me, because I give it all in one interview, so, but it's all good, we're going to see what it's going to come out to be.
2: So really, future
6: advice is, get you first. Yeah, get me first, yeah, get me first, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, and it's like, I don't want to save, I don't want to leave nothing out, you know, so mm-hmm. I get everything on the, on the first shot, you know what I mean? That's what she said. We'll
2: see what you got left. <laughs> um, great fight, this is Usyk and Chizora. We saw Usyk's heavyweight debut uh, back in October last year against Chaz Witherspoon. Didn't really get a gauge from that, but now he's in against someone very experienced, someone very seasoned, and someone that is going to bring war on the night, Derek Chizora.
6: Right. Yeah. That's so. This is a great test for. Uh, it's a great test for Usyk. You know, um, it's a test that that a lot of people don't think, such as myself, don't think that he may, he may understand the caliber of the test that he's taking. You know, um, based, especially based on the fact that, you know, how he dealt with, with Chaz Witherspoon. Um, but, you know, he has great qualities, you know, great athleticism, um, he's very technical. Um, you know, he, he has it all. But, you know, Derek, Derek, Derek is a, he's, he's, he's a little strong. A little, a little strong is like me telling you you're a little strong is that you know you, you're a little stronger than me and I'm strong so but uh, I don't know I, I'm I mean that I, I really want to see how that pans out as far as like him being able to take that pressure I really want to – that's going to be the question that's going that's that's the only thing it's going because he does every we saw him do everything else but that's going to be the best question for him after the fight you know whether he want to lose you know is how did you feel? Like how did you feel with with that with that uh, with that heavyweight presence? How did you feel, you know, taking that pressure? How did you feel with you know uh, taking and absorbing those punches, you know, from a real heavyweight? And not to say Chaz wasn't one. I'm just saying from like a person that's that's, that's in great shape, you know. What, well you know a lot of time to prepare. You know how did it feel to be able to absorb power from a Derek Chazora? It's testament to Alexander Usek
2: that he's sitting there as mandatory to the WBO title, which is currently held by Anthony Joshua. He doesn't need to have a fight like this. He could sit back, wait to see what happens with Joshua and Pulev, and kind of wait for his shot. He doesn't want to do that. He wants to get in there, and he's going in against something like De- Derek Chisora, which is kind of testament to the sort of person that Usyk is.
6: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he's a fighter. Yo, look, we, we, we can, I, can never, I can never take anything away from him. You know um you know he's done what he's done so far you know um, and he showed great great abilities you know um and he would definitely he's definitely a threat he, he definitely can be a threat in the heavyweight division um, based on his uh his technical abilities but we just it's just one thing that we haven't seen seen yet so you know um that's what we're waiting to see but I mean on the other side you know I mean I'm Team Derek so it's like so it's like I don't I don't I don't think he's ready for that. You know, I, I I I don't I don't think he knows, I don't think he knows what's what you know what that is. Like he's I mean, because it's like mimicking someone and sparring for Derek, for the for this Derek. Like for this Derek. You can you can look at all the other Dicks, but for this Derek. Because Derek, let's say, for instance, Derek against Dylan, it's like Dylan's. Dylan's a dog, like so. Dylan's like a, a, a good fighter, and Dylan's a strong fighter as well. So, you kind of gotta assess that. a little it's, it's a little weird to assess if you're looking at, you know, trash bag against good guy. You know, if that's the way you're looking at it, it's like, but no, you're looking at good guy against good guy, and you're really trying to make the assessment. So, based off of, based off of you know the whole Chaz Witherspoon thing, you know, um, and his, you know, his little minor, his little minor discomforts. You know, um, he has to prepare well and prepare well and in that, in that area of, 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 of boxing to where though so he can be able to absorb. He, he needs to train with stronger fighters, you know. Shit, he might even need to do some grappling because I, I, I don't know if he gonna be able to, you know, do what he did to Chaz, to, you know, to Derek.
2: Derek Trezora, the cat with nine lives or however many lives he's got. Derek is never kind of far away, despite what's happened in his career, and he's been in with everyone, but he's never away from kind of being in a big fight. That's been testament all the way through his career. But um, this is a different kind of task. But Derek loves these kind of challenges, and, and when maybe the chips are against him, this is where we see the best Derek Chisora.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in, and you know, I'm speaking on I'm speaking on the new Derek. Not many people know, not many people know this Derek. Um, I mean, it's the same Derek that got you know that, that you know that white drop, yeah, white knocked out. But you know, guys like that, shit like that can happen. But I know how hard he's been working, and I know the improvements based off of his consistency. I know the improvements I know the improvements based off of his persistence, and I'm in there with him, and I see the improvements. I see, dang, if only you. You know how to do this? Oh, bam! Oh, yo! If you catch somebody with this, then yo. So I mean, it might be the same thing with you, sick. I'm just speaking on a better Derek, and a Derek that not too many people has has witnessed. And uh, you know, sometimes you know, you speak you speak highly of a person, you speak highly on someone, and they and they and they stink it up, and they say I don't know what the fuck you was talking about. But I just think that I just think that this new Derek is something that it's, 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 it's something that no one ever seen before. You know, um, not to say he's 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 five times better, but it's just it's just a different Derek. He's comfortable. You know, he smiles a lot. You know, he laughs a lot, and uh, and, he, and he's and he's strong. He's, he's he's a lot stronger. He's in shape. He's in shape. That's 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 what we're gonna say. He's in shape, and he's gonna come to fight.
2: Just moving away from this subject, Brian. Um, I do want to ask you. It seems a little bit old now, but um, I've spoke to you. Obviously, uh, great win for Tyson Fury out. Uh, in Las Vegas against Wilder, um, kind of surprised everyone, not just the result, but um, also the Fury's approach and how he kind of went went for that fight. So, yeah, what was your
6: assessment of that? Yeah, well, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, um, I just, I, I knew he was going to, like, outclass him. Like, I knew he could beat him. Um, I thought that Wilder was going to knock him out because that's the only way that Wilder, that i that I saw... Say it again. That's the only way that I saw that Wilder could actually beat a Fury. Um, even even in the trilogy, you know, that's the only way that I see Wilder beating Fury is knocking him out. Um, I knew Fury if, if the fight went 12 rounds, I knew the Fury that would, would outclass him. I knew Fury would win by points. But what I did not know is that he would stop him in that fashion. I didn't I I, I didn't know that. I, I, I did not see that coming at all.
2: Yeah, I think it, it did shock a lot of people when kind of uh, Fury told the media and the world that what he was going to do, barring the round he predicted, which was round two, he pretty much did exactly what
6: he said he was going to do. Yeah, 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 he definitely did. And, um, and that's, that's, that's scary and that's dangerous of a fighter to, uh, you, you know, to, keep that, to keep that word to himself and to actually be able to express that in the fight. It's, uh, it, was, it was a good performance by Fury. You know uh, everybody's high on it right now uh, it is the topic um you know shout out shout out to wilder um, he immediately took the you know took the third fight um and you know um he's 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 definitely going to work hard to try to you know to try to avenge that just want to get your
2: opinion on a couple of other heavyweight fights we've got coming up quite big we've got uh, dylan white takes on uh, uh alexander pavetkin on may the second in manchester and also Joshua will defend his titles against Kubrick Pulev uh, in a mandatory situation on June the 20th at Tottenham Football
6: Ground Uh, you like them fights? Yeah well uh, I think uh, I think I think White White would do, Dylan would do good Um, 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 Povekin normally has has not not somewhat issues with you know with taller fighters but I just think that Dylan could, Dylan could, if he no you know what See, I said that in the last interview, but I don't. But I don't know how hard Dylan's working now because you know what? I didn't. I didn't speak from a. From a. Uh, damn, I said that in the last interview. I should have took that back. Um, because I spoke. I spoke. I spoke on the Dylan and uh, and Rivas fight. You know, he can make it the same type of fight, same exact fight. He just has to stay disciplined, use the jab. You know, stay away and keep that fight that way. But I noticed. I I know he's not super happy with how he looked against. Uh, against Wak. Yeah like what the fuck was that? You know, uh far as like, you know, the shape or whatever. So I know he may be working hard to like get over that, but I forgot I skipped over I skipped over what he looked like then. You know what I mean he even even he said he wasn't uh he wasn't pleased but you know um hopefully he's working hard and you know he's not gonna look like that no more. Um but yeah he's definitely a dog still but I just think that if he if he mimics the uh the fight against Rivas, you know, it could be the same exact thing. He might even want to call Rivas for sparring, you know, for uh, for preparation for Pavekin, uh, because he could do the same exact thing. Use your jab, stay disciplined, you know, stay on the outside. You don't have to go on the inside, but you know, just stay on the outside, use your jab. You could just win that fight all day long. And Joshua Pulev? Uh, Joshua Pulev, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be, uh, I will definitely be working with AJ um, for uh, for Pulev. Um, you know how that's going to go cuz you know how we going you know how we going to work. Yeah. So that's 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 going to go that's going to go easy. Uh, you know P- Pulev still stands around. He must got some political uh some political power somewhere cuz that dude I mean he st- he's, he stays in the rankings but he's not as active. So I don't I don't know what's going on there but you know uh, I'm not going to take away the fact that he's uh you know He's a very seasoned fighter, he's a veteran. Um, You know, he's good, you know, um, he lost a couple times, right? Um, But I just think that, I just think that, you know, the work that we're going to put in, in in the camp with AJ, you know, he's gone. AJ's getting better too, so, nah, I I got AJ on that one. Okay, just a final one. How
2: concerned are you about the euphoria that's taken over the world at the moment? Yeah,
6: quite appropriate there, Brian. Coronavirus? Are we concerned? No, well I'm not concerned because I'm a vegan. Uh, I'm a plant-based. I'm a plant-based individual, you know. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily concerned. Uh, what I'm more concerned about are are diseases and um, and viruses that that kill, you know, a thousand a thousand times more people. You know, um, you know, cancer kills hundreds of thousands of people a year, and you know, people don't. People don't be in preparation to fight against cancer. You know, uh, people are still fucking raw. You know, AIDS is out here; It still exists. HIV. You know, hepatitis. Suicide. So these, yeah, suicide. All, all of these things are still existing. But I don't understand why the world would be at such a frenzy. I get, I get taking precaution, and I and I, I get all of this. You know, preparation and and things like that. But I don't know why the world would be in such a frenzy. You know, over something that. That 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 could be more so just control. They don't have to stop everything. You know what I mean? Ah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm seasoned oh. in this, Derek. Nice. <laughs> I'm seasoned that was, that in that, that Derek. I see him creeping. Yeah, yeah, that could have been a moment. Yeah, Unlucky happen. boys.
6: Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's I, I I think it's I think it's getting way too much. They hyping it up too much, and they start to do all this you know, uh, talking this martial law thing and these are things that, you know, conspiracy theorists, you know, which which in some sort of way, you know, I'm kinda of one myself. They keep talking this, oh you a conspiracy theorist thing, but I'm like, look, certain things make sense and sometimes you can speak certain things into existence and some people are just not as not as intelligent enough to even think past or even or even continue a strategy that they see in the news. Look, like, you, you worry about him coming, He ain't gonna come around. I, I got you. I, 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 I got you if he do. But yeah, no. Um, but yeah, that coronavirus is light to me. Shit. Inshallah, inshallah, I don't catch it. But, you know what I mean? It's like, look at Africa. It only got three Three drinks. Three, uh, three people that had it. Right? And one of them died. He was in Egypt. But he was German. So. We'll wait and see what happens. But, Brian, listen,
2: thank you very much for taking your time to speak to IFL TV, as always. And uh, we look forward to... Uh, a great fight come May 23rd. Cesaro um, Usek, I mean, yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was good. Third interview of the day. You know, um, you twisted up a little bit. You know, um, you made it. You, you made it well. You know, nobody asked about the Corona shit, and you just coughed like a motherfucker. You know, I'm still holding my breath though.
2: I've got a smoker's cough. It's different. Anyway. Oh, you got smoker's, smoker's Ooh, you cough. You still, yeah. You still doing that shit? You need to stop that. Why I love it. What you what you doing? I mean, oh, I love I, it. No, you understand. I, people go, why don't you quit smoking? I don't want to quit because I love it. So, I, I mean, I mean, yeah.
6: smoke, smoking has smoking's killed a million times more people than than the coronavirus. You don't see me with a mask. I'm good. I mean, well, all right. Well, yeah. Okay. In that sense, it's like all right. But you don't give no. a fuck about. You don't No, give it's not. I don't
2: give a fuck about it. I'm just saying, like.
6: Oh, no, you There's don't a give a lot... fuck about it because you, 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 continue, you continue to do it. Oh, about that, yeah, but I just think, listen, whatever's I mean, going to happen... You don't about great. the corona either. Well, no, no, you care about the corona, but I yeah.
2: care about... I care virus. about everything, but also I'm going to do what makes me happy.
6: Well, no, that's for sure, but, you know, yo... Know, I mean, hey, yeah, that's you. Yeah, you definitely going to do what makes you happy, and I can't even argue that. I can't even argue that because happiness is key. I can't name one motherfucker that's happy. I mean, maybe a baby, you know... Maybe somebody, you give, maybe a little kid you get crayons to, you know, give him three red crayons. He happy, but I don't know no adult that's happy. So whatever makes you happy, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's what it is. Shit, I cannot knock that at all. You know what I'm saying? Your boy B.Y. Jennings, Instagram and Twitter. On, uh, B.Y. Jennings on Instagram and Twitter. You already know what it is. Yeah, though, we in London. May 23rd. Yeah, though.
2: Thank you very much.
7: This is Umar Ahmed for IFL Team and Association for MTK Global. Usyk Chisora is official. Uh, it's a brilliant fight, Adam. Um, you know, Chisora's been around the heavyweight division for so long, so it's a good marker to see where Uzik's going to operate at heavyweight because we don't really know from the first fight what he's going to be like. But, yeah, it's a great fight.
8: It's a fascinating battle, isn't it, Umar? It really is. It's, it's another of the really good events that have been put together. And, you know, the boxing world is uh, is... I mean, we're we just getting great matches. And I think that you know, Alexander Usyk, we know, was uh, a phenomenal cruiserweight. You know, the best, cleaned up. Um, but his amateur success was at heavyweight. We always knew he'd move into the heavyweight division after the the Tony Bellew victory. Um, he dipped his toes into it. There was mixed reaction to that and, and how he dealt with Witherspoon. But, you know, bigger tests uh, are ahead. He's uh, obviously mandatory for, for, for Joshua's title. And I think, you know, this is the perfect... Um, stepping stone that he would see, you know, a, a hardened, you know, rejuvenated Derek Chisora, uh, who in many ways, Alexander Usyk will believe he has to pass through to get to, to Joshua. But we all know with stepping stones, you're overlooking a little bit what actually the, the, the what might map out. And I think that Derek Chisora, we know on his day now, um, even at the ripe old age of 36 or whatever he is and having had the career he's had, The Indian summer has been phenomenal. He's been given a new lease of life under David Hay and Ruben Tavares, and they've got him absolutely flying the fittest he's ever. So they'll really fancy their chances of a big upset here because, you know, his size, his strength, we don't know about Usyk's power yet at heavyweight. And, you know, their tactics are going to be pretty obvious. They're going to be all over him for the first few rounds and see if he can, if he can handle, you know, a real, true, genuine heavyweight, Who's desperate to win? I mean, skill-wise, Alexander Usyk, you know, should be able to outbox Derek Chizor We know that, but it's not always about that. And I think we'll find out um, in the ring where you know Chisora's strength and 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 heart and willpower might just give Usyk a lot of trouble. But we just don't know. It's a, it is one of those that's a really compelling fight because you know you, you feel Usyk will have the the skill set, but you just can't write off Chisora And at heavyweight. He's still untested Usyk.
7: Some have criticised this, saying it is a a mismatch that Usyk should breeze through him. But the fact that we have a spoon fight, Usyk didn't look a million dollars. We know he's been undisputed cruiserweight champ. But to to go straight into a Joshua
8: fight or a Wilder or a Fury would be too soon for Usyk at this point, wouldn't it? I totally agree. And I I, I see why some people think that. You know, on paper, you could say Alexander Usyk with all his brilliant skills, his southpaw quality, the way he... He took apart, you know, fantastic fighters, you know, Bradis, Hook, loads of people during that that cruiserweight reign, you know, undisputed champion, you know, and, and and knocked out Bellew in stunning fashion. And, you know, you can see, you could on paper, yeah, Derek's got what, nine defeats, and it might seem easy work for Alexander Usyk. but we don't know about him as a heavyweight. That's the key. You know, the longer this fight's taken, you know, I know Derek's wanted this earlier in the year, and the longer it's taken, obviously with with the um, the coronavirus at the moment and you know and, and everything's sort of up in the air you know the longer this fight takes to happen and obviously we hope May 23rd it will happen at the 0 02 and everything will go ahead but the longer it takes the more Alexander Usyk's going to be you know feeling more comfortable and more natural at heavyweight you'd have thought you know people like David Hay and Evander Holyfield took time to build up to heavyweight and I think that yeah on paper you could say that but he is he was against Witherspoon you know people thought hang on is he, is he really going to make this at heavyweight so yeah, I can see that argument, but I can also see the, the, the feeling in the Chisora camp that this might be the right fight at the right time because, you know, before Usyk gets, you know, bigger and stronger at heavyweight, you know, is he going to be able to, uh, to take care of a sort of rampaging Derek Chisora? As in with Derek, we don't quite know what Derek's going to turn up, but if the right fit, focused and dedicated Chizora will turn up, which I think will happen under David and Ruben and the gang, I think it's going to be a very interesting fight. Certainly, first four or five rounds, if Chisora really roughs him up and gives him trouble, is Usyk going to be able to, you know, to nitpick his way out of it, or will Usyk outbox Derek at range and, and, you know, do a number on him? And which, if he does, he's then ready for uh, for Joshua and Fury. What's well, a fantastic schedule we've got of heavyweight
7: boxing: Dubois, Joyce, uh, White, Pivetkin, Usyk, Chisora, Joshua, Pula, and of course the third fight between Wilder and Fury. Yeah. However. As boxing fans and the public, we are not sure yeah. if any of them take place. What have you heard about this so far in terms of the sky shows?
8: Yeah, it's not necessarily what I've heard about. It's it's everybody, you know, day to day is listening to advice. And I think that, you know, the government have, have spoken yesterday. They had a Cobra meeting. Uh, we know on the back of that that, you know, more and more people are being tested positive with... The coronavirus and some high-profile names, you know, uh, in the football world, um, all Premier League games have now been postponed um, until I think it's April the third. Um, so you know, it's tennis made that decision. Was it yesterday for the for six weeks of uh, you know of, of, of no more and and Grand, well. and Grand Prix and golf and everybody seems to be following suit. And you know, I had a long chat with Eddie, and I think that you know, obviously, the most important thing is the the health uh, of. Of, of everybody, of the people, of the fighters, of the fans. Um, and I think, you know, we'll be following all the guidelines. Um, the British board will be following our promoters, our partners, Matchroom, uh, and their decisions on sort of, uh, uh, you know, we, we're speaking daily with them. Um, and I think, you know, again, we'll wait for, for, for the governments at the moment. They're saying that the that events can go on. The Premier League have taken you know, their their decision and many other governing bodies have taken their decision. I think boxing's a bit different because, you know, there's... Um there's different promoters. There's, there's obviously the British Board, but there's different sanctioning bodies. Um, you know, there's more complications, as we all know in the boxing world, anyway. But more complications. But I think the most important thing is that obviously, you know, forget boxing and really forget sport. We're all sports fans. We're all boxing fans. We all want everything to go on. The most important thing is, is, is people's health, and and we've got to listen to guidelines and and the right decisions will be make, made it, uh, as and when. But uh, as far as we're concerned at the moment, it's business as usual. And the press conference goes ahead here and we announced it for May the 23rd. And we're very, very excited about it. If things get put back, they get put back and uh, it will be the right decision will be made for the safety of everyone concerned. And I think that's the most important thing. And you know, we all want these big fights. As you said, some great fights have, have happened already with Fury Wilder. And we've got you know, the um, White Povetkin fight, we have got Dubai Joyce, we've got loads of heavyweight fights coming up. Obviously, Joshua and Pulev in June. You know, is that far enough away, or, or will you know will the will the crisis become more problematic in the coming weeks? We, we just don't know. You know, government are taking medical advice. We're taking, um, we're listening to them, and uh, you know, we all have to protect our families and our and our um, our relatives, and we'll do what we can. And I think that. As far as um, the word on the boxing is that it's it's difficult because they're sort of individual events and I think we you know we take it one step at a time but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, you know if, if things are, are, are hugely affected over the next few weeks um, but at the same time we, we listen to the to the government and we listen to the board and I listen to the promoters and you know it's match from show with a broadcaster so we keep close with them and and um, But yeah the most important thing is the health and safety of everybody and that will be taken into consideration at every level i'm sure and the right decisions will be made and uh, if things get postponed and events get delayed then uh, you know we'll look to do them as and when you know things calm down you know in the summer or whatever but um, as i said we're all here today it's business as usual for the moment it is difficult for you and eddie to give answers on this because this is
7: something above what you guys can discuss, you have to listen to what the government say. And we saw with a top rank show with Shakur Stevenson and uh, Michael Conlon, they said it's going to go ahead behind closed
8: doors, and now they've called it off completely. So things are going to change every day, aren't they? I think that's exactly right. You know, I thought yesterday at the Cobra Committee, you know, we were we were hearing you know, as I was dropping my kids off at school that schools might be closed from next week, and and they're not. So you know, does that give you know more of a, a hope for events in the next? two or three weeks public events or is everyone going to say look we we shouldn't have any public events and where do you draw the line is there a a number is there you know 100 500 what's the number um you know we know know, i'm a big liverpool fan i'm hoping that after 30 years we still win the league but there's there's more important things you know that and it's the health and you know and we know that um that people are, are are being hugely affected in countries globally by this you know there's there's um it's it's a it's a it's a massive um, problem and uh, you know I think as Jurgen Klopp said you know don't ask me ask the experts it's the experts who are t- gonna tell you and we've got to listen to the scientists we've got to listen to the government who are getting their advice and uh, you know it's up to everybody to, to take that advice and utilize it in the right way and as I said the most important thing is the safety and health of people um, but just coming in on the trains and tubes today you can see it is it's not it's not a deserted city but it, it is quieter and I think that you know people are probably taking their own decisions on, on how they want to maybe self isolate or be with their families or, or move you know move into um, you know away from the cities or whatever they want to do because you know people are taking that into their own hands on the advice they're listening to and will that affect people wanting to come to you know a boxing event say uh, there's March the 28th at the o2 you know would that even go ahead I, I don't know at the moment you know there's no there's no advice, I don't think, that match will be given to say that it shouldn't, but you're looking at everything else and the wave of sports that are saying, look, we're postponing, we're cancelling, we're whatever, you know, some behind closed doors still, it's obviously going to affect everybody. And, and boxing is just you know, one little thing in a whole world of sport and in a whole world beyond that. So if sports is going to suffer for the next three or four months, then you know, that's what's going to happen. And it's, uh, it's much more important, the health and welfare of everybody's families. You're right, it's going to affect everyone worldwide and businesses are going to take huge hits.
7: You do have to especially feel sorry for fighters because we know how important fight dates are in fighters' minds. So the fact that these guys are going to turn up and they're actually not sure whether they're going to be fighting on May twenty third, they might sit here and say it's not affecting them, but it's got to be playing on their minds.
8: I'm really hard, really difficult. You know, with, with football teams or cricket teams, you know, that there's a team of them, right? OK, and if... Some have the virus and they self-isolate and whatever, and then there may be others available. They, they might get through it and they'll be fine in, in a couple of weeks. And there may be a, you know, I think, as I said, the football's been postponed till April the 3rd. Maybe they'll make a decision then to postpone it more. Maybe they'll come back. And if they come back there, it, it's a football team. You know, they have a huge squad. They can play 11 players. But with boxing and more individual sports, especially, you know, tennis, they play week in, week out on a regular basis you know, um, from tournament to tournament with boxing. We know they fight maybe two, three, four times a year. It is all about dates. It's all about peaking at the right time. And it must be really, really hard. And it's almost like you almost think, well, you know, maybe call the event off if you think it's not going to happen because fighters going to get ready, get ready. But ultimately, you know, it is, if, if you can have some of them still go ahead, then, then that will be take on different cases. I think Frank Warren said that the Dubois Joyce fight will go ahead. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, I can't sit here and say it will or won't. It's not my promotion. It's not, my, not. We're not broadcasting it. But you know, it's it's difficult because if everything else is being cancelled around, um, is it up to the British Board to come out and say, look, you know, we can't get our. Maybe it's down to the medical side. We can't get our doctors, our paramedics there. We can't, we've can't. we got to push them to other things. And then that will force the the, the, the postponements or the, you know, they won't be cancelled. They'll be postponed, I think, a lot of these events. But, um, but that's what we've got to listen to. And, yeah, I do feel for the fighters. It's an individual sport. You know, obviously, they get paid when they fight. And for the big fights like this, you have know, to prepare yourself. And then in three or four weeks' time sort of be told, oh, it may be June or July. It is hard. But... That is part of the, you know, the the, the uh, uncertainty of being a boxer. You know, sometimes things are changed. Sometimes they are pulled from cards. Sometimes they they have to be fit and ready. At, you know, at most times. But the other thing is, they could get ill. And and you know, the most important thing is that, you know, that they that, that you know, as many people as possible are healthy and, and happy and get through this this crisis because that's what it is. You know, everybody's talking about it. And uh, you know, it's um it's a case of of we just have to you know. Get through it, weather the storm and, and, and hopefully you know we'll, it will pass and, and we'll move on but at the moment it shouldn't be boxing people are talking about or, or even sport it should be you know the health and, and, and livelihood and welfare of people's loved ones because that's all that matters at the end of the day. That is true but in terms of other sports especially with football you know
7: a fixture can just get rearranged Whereas something like Canelo, Billy Joe Saunders, Billy's been waiting five years for a shot at Canelo Golofkin. Golovkin. We know May 2nd is that date now. Um, but say that gets scrapped, Canelo fights next in September, which is rumoured to be a Golovkin trilogy. Billy might lose that fight totally.
8: Absolutely, it might happen. Um, yeah, that is the problem. But as I said, it, it's not, and it, you've got to feel for the fighters. Of course you do. But the, as I said, the most important thing is that that people get through this crisis worldwide, globally. You know, I mean, it, you know, businesses are being affected left, right, and centre here, and you know, it's 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 going to be really hard for a lot of people. But the most important thing is that you know, people people get through and people are, are healthy and survive, and and that's the that's really the, all that matters. Um, May the second might be called off. They're, they're they're calling off fights in America. You know, there's April as well with Luke Campbell's shot over there and all sorts of stuff happening. You know, it's every fighter's got a day to work towards. And, you know, yeah, it's it's unfortunate that Billy Joe might miss out if that's canceled. But, you know, opportunities will will arise later in the year in, in other ways. And fighters just have to keep persistent. And, you know, they're going through this with everybody else in the world. that you know, it's it's a bit like the next three or four months are going to be very very difficult globally and um you know we're all going to have to deal with it um as best we can um and you know prioritize what the government are saying what the advice is here what the advice is in the states what the advice is around the rest of the world um you know what's going to happen with with travel what's going to happen with getting you know sportsmen and women across the world all that sort of stuff there's so much to look, you know and what about, you know, Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano training in America, you know, May the 2nd, are they going to be, when are they going to come over? There's all those sort of things. But I think the, the key is that we're looking at it on this level. You know, we're sad that the fights may or may not happen and the fighters might be affected, but we should be thinking about it at a slightly higher, uh, higher level, which is the fact that health is, is wealth. Health is the most important thing. And uh, what we want to do is make sure that, you know, as, as, as many people um, are healthy through this, through these next few months and um and that this this horrible virus this uh pandemic you know does pass and um you know it's a day by day thing at the minute you know you can't can't go anywhere without any, everybody talking about it without it being on every you know news thread and and rightfully so it's um you know we've we've had other things in our lifetimes that have been you know have been tricky or they've been difficult to assess and, and work out this uh, this is massive and, who knows how big this is going to get and it, it, if not already so it's um yeah it's uh it's this at the moment and there is Mr Usik, he's uh he's guarded up that's that's absolutely right wearing his mask um you know the fighters can't if the fighters catch the the virus and they obviously they're doing everything else self-isolating etc so you know they might be pulling out as well as events being cancelled or postponed so uh, it's difficult but I think at the moment we're here let's get this press conference uh, announced it's a great fight it will happen hopefully May 23rd so let's move ahead and uh, let's do all we can while we can and um, as I said listen to every advice but but my my main concern is for 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 all the people involved in, in in boxing is that we we keep everything as as you know as healthy as possible for for everybody fight fighters fans um you guys, everyone. Just lastly, Adam, if Joshua Pulev and Wilder Fury free
7: go ahead as planned, do you expect that undisputed fight, if Joshua and Fury both
8: come through, to happen this year, Adam? I do expect it. I'm not sure whether it'll happen this year and what with the coronavirus, it may that may delay things even further. But I do expect the AJ Fury, Fury-AJ fight to happen uh, at some point. Yes, I do. I think if they both come through, I think if... Um, uh, Tyson beats Wilder, as most people expect him to do in the in the trilogy. Uh, maybe that will be put back to the autumn now. That's possible. Um, and Joshua Pulev, if that happens in June or elsewhere, at the moment, sure June, um, you could just about possibly squeeze it into December, or it might be uh, early next year. But yeah, I do expect that to happen, and I think it'll be the biggest fight uh, ever when it does. So, uh, so yeah, fingers crossed. And um, let's take it at a time. At the moment, it's let's uh, announce this. This is a great fight, and. Um, Fingers and toes crossed we get things back to normal as quickly as possible, um, but health's got to come first. Adam Smith, thank you very much for your time. No problem at
7: all. Cheers, Adam. Thanks.